Hello and welcome to Be Powerful with Liz and Lee. It's a new day and we're so glad you're here. So you can expect to hear candid conversations on what it means to be powerful. Live authentically, live in the midst of ups and downs, productively, and above all else, joyfully. We are so thankful for you, our community of listeners, and we hope you enjoy today's show. Oh my goodness. Hi, everybody. Hi, Liz. Hi, Lee. Hi, Sarah Catherine. Hi, ladies. Everybody, this is Sarah Catherine Garvin. She is our guest today. We're kind of giggling because I had some technical difficulties <laughs> yes. getting us started. Didn't have Liz's mic on, didn't have a card in the recorder, but third time is, is, charm. is the charm. So we're going to get it done. So why you're here today is Liz and I have started talking about joie de vivre, the joy of life. Mm. And recently, you just up and left Charlotte and moved to France for two months, and we want to talk about it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I am here to give you all the details. Good. Well, I've been following you on Instagram for the last two and a half months and I am intrigued and I know nothing about it except <laughs> I know one fact. A, a very sad thing happened and your mm -hmm. joie de vivre has come from and with along the journey of losing your dad, correct? Yes. 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 So tell us a little bit about what happened and, and how, the, how your journey started. Absolutely. So my dad actually got sick about a year ago this month, and he called us. Um, actually, I've got all these dates ingrained in my head, so I can call them out very specifically. But he called me on October 6th as I was on my way home from work, and it was about 730 at night. And he said, are you with Johnny, my husband? And I said, no, I'm on my way home. And he was like, well, call me when you get home. And I said, dad, and he said, Sarah, just call me when you get home. So, of course, I panicked and I ran home as quickly as I possibly could. And I got home, ran up the stairs. I'm dialing my dad as I'm, as I'm going up the stairs. And I get to Johnny and I'm like, Dad, what is it? And, you know, that's when he told us that he had been or they found cancerous cells. And, okay. of course, your mind and your heart kind of just mm -hmm. spirals out of control and you only think the worst. And um, they didn't know what cancer it was at the time. Okay. They had just found the cancerous cells. And so, of course, we were hoping for the best that it would be more of um, – a lymphoma, mm -hmm. um, right. which mm -hmm. is easily curable and treatable. And th at the same time, they had also found like a lump in his neck uh, that had mm. just appeared. And so that's why they were thinking that it was lymphoma. He, typical dad, doesn't want you to worry, doesn't right. want you to stress, don't mm. rearrange schedules, don't worry about me, I'm going to figure this out. And, um, you know, me, his daughter, his only daughter. Mm. No. Are you course. an only child? No, I have, um, and I have an older brother and mm -hmm. I also have an older half sister. So okay. we have the same mom, but different dad. Uh, so, uh, he, obviously my brother was involved in this as well. And so on October 11th, he goes in for a CAT scan and I was actually in a wedding in San Francisco that weekend. And I said, dad, I'll take the red eye home. I'll come with you. I just right. want to be with you while, you know, I, cause that's so surreal being in a hospital room, mm. you know, your health is on the line. You have no idea. And I just didn't want him to be alone. My parents are divorced. They've been divorced since I was not even a year old. So mm. And he's never remarried? He did remarry, and he was mm -hmm. married for about 23 years, but uh, kind of goes along with the whole story of living your life oh, and the wow. art of living. Right. He also lost his 
parents and both his brother and sister in a, to cancer in a very short amount wow. of time. Oh, and it kind of sent him on a journey as well in his later half of life. And so uh, with him wanting to find kind of that joy in his life when his family, you know, was taken away from him wow. and realizing we only have this one life, um, you know, his his journey and his story kind of took a different direction too. And so they ended up divorcing and then he never remarried. Okay. Uh, But my dad was the, he was just full of life. He could, he went anywhere and everywhere, met everyone. He was just a total Mm. ladies man and (laughs) um, was a part of all these different uh, groups. And he did cruises with, you know, Mm -hmm. with all the friends and he was just always living his life. Uh, but that's an inspiration to you then. Absolutely. So you felt like he had lived a great life and left no page unturned. Correct. Yeah. He oh. was, you know, he just was such a joy to be around, was always having fun. Uh, and you know, we kind of played off each other in right. a way. Cause yeah. he also saw me, he was very career driven and he also saw me who was very mm-hmm. career driven, but I was taking the time to go on, you know, to travel mm-hmm. with Johnny, with my husband. Um, and he would, he would see that and that would inspire him to take time off of work. And so mm-hmm. it was kind of like we were feeding off of each other. Right. So he went in for the CAT scan. I asked, you know, do you want me to fly back? He's like, no, absolutely not. Then for about two weeks passed and we're waiting for the results to come back. And on October 27th, he actually uh, called me at work and it was about two o'clock in the afternoon. And he, he called me to tell me that uh, he had just been diagnosed with stage four Mm. melanoma, metastatic, metastatic melanoma. And um, basically it had, it was spreading everywhere. Mm. He didn't want us to be there with him at the doctor's office, so we made him record them. And oh, so okay. And send us the recordings of, you know, the doctor mm-hmm. explaining to him whatever would happen. So ironically, in that same uh, time frame, you know, I have always been very career-oriented and very career-driven. That's been my entire world. Mm-hmm. And um, I had, over the years, I have accumulated <laughs> – businesses and companies and, you know, Mm -hmm. totally launched the whole entrepreneur spirit. And this past couple years with the pandemic and Mm -hmm. just feeling with a lot of feeling very overwhelmed and very stretched, very thin and um, trying to run and do all of these things. I was just feeling very stretched then. And so five minutes before he had called me to let me know that he had been diagnosed I had actually shut down one of my companies. I had sent out Mm -hmm. an email to all of my clients, letting them know that I was, I -hmm. was cutting ties. I was, I was letting it go. I tell you that because I think it plays into, you know, how I got to where I Mm -hmm. am. Right. Because it was like. How many companies did you have? Right. I have four companies and three, one of them is. That you own. Yes. Okay. And they were all revolved around the interior design industry. And so um, one of them is a real estate holding Mm -hmm. company. So. Okay. Um, that houses like my, it, I had a warehouse and my studio. Right. Uh, but I have since started. So you were really even back. at this point talking to your, before you're speaking to your dad, who's in stage four melanoma, you're shutting down one of your four businesses Correct. and then you speak to him and what happens? 
So then um, he calls me or, you know, we then move into, um, you know, processing all of mm-hmm. this. Right. And it was really weird because he had, um, I, I didn't mention this part. It was that same week he went in to get surgery on the right. mask that they found in his neck. Mm-hmm. And they actually couldn't perform the operation fully because it was wrapped around a nerve and Mm -hmm. they didn't want to cause any nerve damage. So they couldn't get it all out. And they really thought it was lymphoma at that point because Mm -hmm. it was so, you know. Right. Whatever. Um, And so that weekend, I went to go check on him, bring him food or whatever. And when I walked in, he was just, it was like. It was almost as if your body, when it doesn't know something, it keeps moving. Yeah. But as oh, soon wow. as it hears what's wrong, right. it's like it just starts shutting down. Yeah. So, so you could see it. You could just, he was walking around on a cane. He was kind of limping. He was just like, he was in so much pain. Had he, he been just, told that he had a certain amount of time? No. Okay. So this was wow. not a re- reflection of that. This was just his body was that quickly shutting down Correct. from this cancer. Correct. Okay. It was like he heard it. He knew now that there was an issue and now his body was going to start shutting down. So, um, so I went to go check on him and Johnny and I went together and we walked in and we were just completely blown away at his condition and how quickly he was, Mm -hmm. um, deteriorating. No, it's terrible. Sorry. And the body Uh, does take a minute to do that generally. I mean, so this is a a fast process. Yes, absolutely. And, um, at that moment, I was like, you can't be by, he lived alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, you cannot be by yourself. We need to, you know, we mm-hmm. need to move in. So that Sunday, which was basically Halloween, Johnny and I dropped everything and mm-hmm. we just moved in with him. And um, that Monday, November 1st, it's crazy how I have all these dates. That was the first day that I had essentially taken off work. Okay. Right. I couldn't think about anything else. He right. was my only priority. Right. He was the only thing that I needed to focus on. And we, no one knew what was about to happen. We just, it was just seeing him in front of me, knowing I had seen him not shortly before that and he was fine. Wow. And then all of a sudden it was just a completely Can different Can I interrupt person. and ask you this? Cause I went through almost a similar thing, but not, did you, what kind of conversations were these with him? Like he knew he was dying, right? I think he knew. And you all were upset, obviously. So how was the conversation? So my dad is not a very emotional person. (laughs) And so, again, playing that dad role, he doesn't want you to worry. He doesn't Mm -hmm. want you to think about it. Um, and so those conversations were at the beginning, very vague. Right. And, you know, when the disease started progressing over the next couple of weeks, um, they had put him on all kinds of pain medications and everything. And he was, I mean, the, him, the decline yeah, was very, right. very swift to yes. the point where then he went into the hospital. Hus- yeah. I don't know if it's a liability or if the hospitals just don't want to say it, or they're just nervous because what if they give you a timeline mm-hmm. and it's not ah. correct uh, or, well, it's a suggestion, I think. They've done a lot of, you know, if you suggest something, the mind hears that and you exactly. go, oh, I've only got two years. And then, you know, there it is. But I, I don't know. It's just interesting how your story about how he starts to decline just because, I mean, because the disease is making him decline, yes. correct, correct? Yes. But how quickly that was and how shocking it was for you to see it. Yes. I mean, in real time. So in quickly. real time. You're watching someone that you love and care about so much. Just so, dying in front of you. And so he's this vital human being that has been your inspiration. You inspired them back and forth. And so you're, did he ever say, 
it's going to be okay. <laughs> or, I mean, what did he, how did, I just want to know what he said. Before. I know, I know. And uh, it, again, my dad was just not emotional yeah. okay. when it came to that. And he would try, you know, we would, we were with him every day. Right. So yeah. he ended up being in the hospital for, he, long story short, it, in two and a half months, he was gone. Wow. So Best. by the time we found, found out to the time that he passed away, um, was two and a half months. And of course, mm-hmm. as we started moving through knowing a little bit more, because when he, the first time he did go into the hospital, I point blank had to ask the doctor, right? What's what happening? are we looking at? Yeah, here? Right. like cut the chase. I yeah. can't do this. I'm right. not going to just beat around the bush. Where are we? Yeah. And he was. He did say, if we were going to give it one last shot, we're going to put him on these uh, cancer medications. Okay. This is basically our hail mary. If it doesn't mm-hmm. work out, then we're talking weeks, mm-hmm. if not days. Oh god. And I was like, this is devastating. Uh, and so you were shouldering this by yourself along with your husband. Yes. And then by that time, my brother he had moved. He had sold everything he owned, and he was on the road with wow. his family. They bought an RV and they were traveling the wow. US and that was kind it sounds of like, like a, you got a spirit family, in your family I know right like just like let's, just, let's go with it whatever's happening <laughs> so we were it, he was on the other side of the country so we were waiting okay. for him to come yeah. back so once he came back um, that was about two weeks in uh, he moved in with my dad and um, we were kind of tag teaming okay but then yes we would try to talk to dad and just be like you know dad we love you so much he's like nope no, nope. not going yeah, there. I'm not going there. Yeah. And, okay. Um, but so we did. Curious. No, but we did have we did have very mm-hmm. intimate conversations about you know what were his wishes, mm-hmm. right? What kind of you know celebration of life did he want? Um, mm-hmm. You know, my brother started pulling out you know old photos and just mm-hmm. trying to. Did you all do the celebration of his life? We did. You did. We did. Okay, can I ask you a question? Now, and I want you to con- continue with your story. So um, when you lose a parent, mm-hmm. there's no way to tell anyone about that. No. it's And you, you have a mom that's alive now mm-hmm. still, but there's just nothing to be said about it, right? No. Except what did you know from being his daughter that led you to be able to survive it? My dad and I had this very special bond, and he... There was no one else in this world that I knew was more proud of me mm-hmm. than my father. And um, that day that I moved in uh, with him, it was like I I walked to the bathroom. We he wanted to go on a walk because he um, that's how he took his mind off of everything. Right. He just he was like, I just want to get out. Keep going. So I the Johnny and him went outside, and I went to the bathroom, and I just it it just mm. it's like you mm. know, yeah, you, you know. just know. Yeah. And my I, my knees, I hit the ground and I just sobbed mm-hmm. because I would, knew that I was losing this person in my life that had my back no right. matter what. Full support. Full support. And so in that same kind of, you know, give and take, I wanted to be that for him. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be that strength and support for him. And so, you know, I was there every day with him in the hospital, you know, taking, making sure that, you know, someone was there with him and being with him. And um, same with my brother too. I don't want to discount him in any way. Um, but he was just this, this form of support that I will never, ever be able to 
compare anything else or anyone to. That's a gift. Um, which is, is, is amazing. And I forgot your question. No, that's okay. <laughs> no, I think you're doing a really great yeah. job answering my question. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it's that balance of you've got to move in, you've got to take care of business, you've got to manage all of these things and at the same time be vulnerable. And it's like, yes. when is there time to do that. And it's yes. also that mixed, I I don't know, I haven't experienced that blessing, never, I would imagine, between being gra- granted the gift of some more time with them, yet knowing it's almost over. Oh I can't my imagine. Yes. And, you know, we had those conversations too. Like, would it, you know, some people lose their parent in a car accident or right. a heart attack. Right. You had time. We had some time. Yes. So and what kind whole... of advice would you, not that you're ready to give advice, you're still in the healing process, yeah. but if you could... To someone going through that, what is that advice? I mean, it's just every moment is so beautiful. It doesn't matter what it is. It mm-hmm. could just be some mundane task. You know, mm-hmm. I joked that, you know, he was so particular about everything. Like the when I handed him a glass with a straw uh-huh. in it, it had to be the little curvy straw and it had to be at this perfect angle <laughs> or his <laughs> stupid remote had to be like perfectly placed next to his hand. Right. And in those moments, I would get so annoyed. I'm like, I might kill you first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah. you look back at those little tiny moments and Every you're like, moments. they're so beautiful. And yes. they're so, I was just so grateful for any second that I had with him. And we talk about that all the time. It was like, there were times that I did get frustrated because, you know, you're being a caretaker and you, you're vulnerable and you're going mm-hmm. through grief and you know, you're mm-hmm. losing him and you know, he's dying. And it's just, there were moments where I was just like, I don't know how much longer I can do this. this. Raw. Right. The thing about life is, is it's raw. You're yes. living in a raw situation of no handbook, right? No, absolutely yeah. no handbook. <laughs> and not no sure guidance. what to do. Yes. And, and exhausted and scared and terrified, terrified. And, and grief before your dad even died, right? Correct. Just, and these are the, these are the moments where you just live so powerfully and 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 that's why you remember these dates and you remember right. these yeah. conversations and the remotes and the I mean that's the joie de vie of this moment. Absolutely. And we talk about how like even though it was only two and a half months and there were days where I was like, I don't know how much longer I can do this. Mm-hmm. It was like the perfect amount of time. Okay. So but it was very quick. But it was yeah. like for us, it was just the perfect amount of time to have with him where, you know, we didn't have to it wasn't quick, like in terms of like mm-hmm. gone immediately. Right, right. And we had some time, but it also wasn't getting drug out first six sure. months a year right. or whatever, Redressed. where it's just, there's all, you're just like, oh my God. Too much pain all around. Too much pain. Did you have a moment once he did pass away that was kind of hit your knees again? Like the, not the, at all the relief, yeah. but the like letting go of now he is gone and like that second step of processing. Yeah. So we were in the room with him when he took his last breath and the hardest. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's it, amazing. Yeah. It was, um, it was such a beautiful day. Yeah. Like it's mm. the hardest part for me throughout all of this is learning how to process being so unbelievably sad, mm-hmm. but so incredibly grateful, grateful for the time, the process, mm-hmm. the day of um, just how beautiful every, it just seemed like it was perfectly planned wow. for us. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, obviously our story and, and, and who we were as a family, it was perfect for us. And my brother and I were in that room and like, um, 
This is so cute. But, you know, when we were little, my dad used to sing Jesus Loves Me to yeah. us when we were kids. And so oh. um, we sang that to him, mm. you know, in those final moments. Oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I can feel it. Yeah. Oh, we sang that to what him a blessing. in his final moments. And he made like this. And then my brother made a joke. And he just, obviously, he wasn't conscious. And he just made this noise. And we knew he was listening right. to us. Mm-hmm. And he, you could just feel the love in that room that it was the three of us mm-hmm. together. Right, again, right, Or, right. you know, together as a, as a unit. And so... At the very end. Oh, at the very amazing. end. And so it was just, again, it's like processing the trauma of mm-hmm. watching someone you love literally decline before your eyes and then also taking their last breath. But then again, being so grateful for the moment and 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 what it was and the experience in itself. Right. Um, Do you think you knew that at the moment or like looking back, you know now that it was really hard and you weren't grateful or you really were experiencing that? It, I was really, yeah. that's, those first two weeks after he passed, I was so numb. I mm. was like this. Right. Um, of course. Right. right. But it, but in my brain, I was like, I was so happy for that. I was yes. so grateful, but I was so, so sad. Yes. So it was like a combination of both, I guess. It's like I knew at that time, mm. but now I can really speak to it. That's incredible. I mean, and I think that's such the fascination about the, human behavior and how we can have such extreme feelings Mm -hmm. at the same time. And when you can embrace that and acknowledge it and move through that, I mean, that's really powerful. And we don't always need some bucket list moment to create these memories with the people who we love the most. Absolutely. I mean, could you think of a better way no. Nobody wants their daddy to die. No, absolutely But not. you had those moments. Yes. And you will carry that mm-hmm. all of your life. Absolutely. And you'll still remember his joy and his joie de vie. And yes. His, uh, his way of living, which you seem to emulate. <laughs> which is why you have I, embraced which it, Which is lady. why I want to segue. Yeah, we're going to turn this shit. Can I turn this shit? <laughs> absolutely. We're going to do a joie de vie podcast on the and, death of your father. Uh, and I'm going <laughs> to... I know, that's like a whole other... And I'm going to yeah. ask you a question that you, you, you can or cannot answer. But I think Ooh. it's important for viewers and listeners to, to know that you don't have to wait to get to the end of your life to mm. do the things one must do. So I am going to ask you, and you don't have to tell me, how old are you? I'm 41. <laughs> yes. Yes. And yes, um, <laughs> I am going Instead to- Instead a little younger, the, This stuff. is what I really want to know. <laughs> I want to know what it's like to be 41, to own three businesses after you owned four, your dad has died. He's been dead. How long or he how long was it before you in did January? In so January. And then this summer you took off all by yourself without Johnny, correct? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> without people, Mm-mm. just you, mm-hmm. and you went to Paris. Yes. Now well, let's talk about that. <laughs> just take that. You take That's that the fun part. part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, talk to us about when first did of you all the decision. To do that, right? And okay. how Johnny did, and but yes, but skip really it. fast to the I did it. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So I'll try, but I talk right? a lot. So, um, so what sparked it was 
my dad worked until the day that he died, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was so quick. He uh, he was 75 when he passed, and um, he, it, that was his routine. He knew sure. nothing else. So yeah. he's literally in the hospital bed still trying to do work. Now, granted, we just let him think he was doing sure. work. He was not doing anything. <laughs> um, and so – my da- he was a- he was supposed to retire in January. Mm-hmm. Wow. He was supposed to retire in January, and he passed away in January. And he was had all of these wow. plans. Wow. He was selling his house in Lake Wiley. He was moving to Margaritaville. Was he uh, really? That's yes. Well, yes. That's why he is right now. Yes. Yes. yes, he's having a margarita. Yes, exactly. He was moving to Margaritaville. He was about Incredible. to live his best life. Oh. And so, um, and we had, we did have intimate talks about that. Mm -hmm. He's always been very concerned about me and just how hard I work. And, you know, he always wanted me to downsize and get rid of the overhead, do all the things. Um, and so my, my one big thing that I always said, my dad told me was, um, you know, I was about to start my company. I'm like, but I need to do it this way. And I got to get this started first. And I got to blah, 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 blah. And you have this whole list. And he's like, Sarah, (laughs) stop getting ready to get ready. Yes. Go. What great advice. Stop getting ready to get ready. Just go and do it. Just do it. Incredible. Nothing is ever going to be perfect. Nothing is ever going to be completely aligned before you take that leap or that jump or whatever. Just go. Best advice. And so those words have always stuck in my head for so long. And, um, I had been wanting to, for Johnny had taken me to Paris back in 2015 and I just fell in love. Yeah. And it was kind of one of those things that has always been in the back of my head of, could I move there? Do I want to move there? Do I want to have, you know, some type of, um, presence there in some way, shape or form. So again, I think the universe has been conspiring for me to, um, lead me to where I ended up and I'm still going. I haven't stopped you. <laughs> okay. But you um, went for two months, yes, right? Yes. So after he passed, I had all, you like, you're not only grieving the loss of your, your father or, you know, your parent, whatever. I was also grieving the loss of who I was mm. because I was no, I could no longer be the woman that I was before he right. passed. Mm-hmm. She was gone. gone. Mm-hmm. And I had to now embrace this new person, and I had no idea who she was. Okay, it was just this flood of emotions. Why do you think in that is? Why do you think? I just think. Well, I hate to always base things around my career, but that's all I've ever. Yeah. I don't have kids. Mm, you right. know, I chose that path. Right. And when I had to stop working on November first, that was the first time that I had ever stepped away. Mm-hmm. Like I, where I couldn't think about anything else. Right. And so when I removed this huge, not distraction, but a huge distraction within right. my life, that was holding me back from a lot of things. Um, and you're talking about your job. My job. Yes, yes your job. The thing that I love so, so much. Can we just reiterate oh. that? You, the, your job was holding you back from I know. being who you really yes. are, right? Yes. Even though your job was your creation. Was my everything. Was your identity. Everything. It was your identity. And your dad, in his death taught you the greatest lesson of all to embrace your own life. Correct. Yeah. So. And so I just started going through this process of, well, I got to figure out who I am. And I mean, I started questioning everything. And I will hmm. say last summer, I made a big, big announcement to the universe. I was like, I am ready for anything. I don't okay. care what it is. It Ooh, can, be careful I, when you do that. I, no. <laughs> I know. I did that too. That's crazy. What? Um, <laughs> so the universe was like, okay, okay. Bring it on. Let's go. Got you. And so it literally tested every, I, obviously I didn't see my dad coming and it tested every, every area of my life. My, Jeez. my, obviously my 
dad, my career, my marriage, um, my friendships, my location. Like it started questioning. I started questioning everything. So I just, I went to my therapist and she's like, Sarah, you're either, you're, you know, I started talking about Paris. Should I move? Should I do this? Like, am I changed? Like, I can't go back to who I was. Do I even want to be a designer anymore? Sorry, clients. I'm still here. Don't (laughs) worry. Don't worry. worry. There is a happy ending. But, um, you know, so I just, you know, do I, yeah. Do I want to change careers? Do I want to move? Like, I just... And in a moment of grief, you should not make any major there decisions. There you go. And my or, ther- or, or, <laughs> or, you do, you do. <laughs> or my, and my therapist was like, Sarah, your personality is you're either zero or a hundred. Uh-huh. You're never in between. Yeah. She's like, you don't even know if you want to move to Paris. She's like, why don't you just spend some time over there? Yeah, you right, might not right. even like it. Like, do, like dip your toe in <laughs> as opposed to like yes. going full force. And I was like, okay. Great idea. So great. Yeah. So I just started thinking about it and thinking about it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Stop getting ready to get, get ready. ready. Just do it. My clients can wait. My projects can wait. My team can wait. My husband can wait. Like, mm. I need this for mm-hmm. me. This is my dream. This is my life. I am I'm married. Yes. I'm going to be with my husband for the rest of my life. Two months out of our marriage is going to be okay. It's going to be okay. That's what I want to ask. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's just like, how did y'all walk through that process together? Because for me, frankly, if you were like, you know what? I got to go to Paris for two months. I'd be like, oh, hell no. I know. A, I'm going with you. Trust me. B, what? I mean, that's really hard. I think a lot of people would struggle with that. And I admire it so much. Thank you. Thank you. And I can't take all the credit because I do have have such an amazing supportive husband. Right. You'd have to. And I wouldn't suggest this to anybody if, you know, if your partner is not equally supportive. If I didn't have that, then, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't know that it would have continued the way that it did. But it's an individual choice and every relationship is going to have its own individual way of handling that. So Mm -hmm. if you're in a good partnership like you and Johnny have, you all are going to decide what will I give for her mm-hmm. to find her happiness yep. so that we then can, as a couple, right. increase our happiness and right. our emotional health too. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. So this guy is golden. He is golden. Do you hear that, Johnny? <laughs> Hi, Johnny. So we know you, Johnny. You're on next. <laughs> Wait, let's get his side of the story, right? Exactly. You should. Okay, you should. Doing, like, just walk me to the moment. I'm just, I just want to see you get into the airplane. Into the plane. I just want oh, to see my you. God. onto the airplane and go, I was so nervous. Right. I was so nervous. I will even say that when I booked the, when I, when I said, okay, I'm doing this, it was like the end of April. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I booked the, uh, a Paris apartment and the flights. And you would think that I would be jumping around my house like, oh my God, yes. I'm going to Paris. I was paralyzed right. for three days. I was like, what, what did I, I just done? do? <laughs> oh my God. Am I being irresponsible? Is right. this the right decision? What uh-huh. about my team? What about my, I mean, everything. But you made yourself the priority. I made myself Which is the why I'm just going to jump to the end. It's all working out right now, right? Um, yes. Okay, yes. Yes. okay yes. sorry. I love to jump to yeah, the end. It's go. okay. I know. I'm the same Wait. way. I'm the I same think way. I'm like, tell, a me, tell me the end of the story. Right. Come back with the details. Yeah, yeah, um, So, yeah. I was so nervous getting on that plane. I was also so nervous about telling people, which was interesting. Interesting. The judgment? Because, yes. Yeah. Did you get some judgment? Yes. Oh, I bet you did. Well, a lot of it, yeah. you know, of course it was, are you and Johnny okay? Oh, uh, yeah. People yeah. jump first to that. Yes. That was always the first question. And, um, you know, it 
I was like, of course we are, you know, but we need this together as a couple. And we've been together for so long. This is, right. we need to shake it up. Right. Like, this yeah. would be great for us. Bye, honey. I'll be um, in Paris. Yeah. I know, no sweat. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so. So you get on the plane. Wait, hang on. I want to go back. So okay. people are, A, okay. your marriage must be in shambles if yeah. you can do this. Correct. B, what right. other judgments? Um, just the irresponsible, okay. irresponsibility, um, you know, a lot of people can, will look at you and, and be jealous and they project say, projection onto you. It's pretty much they wish they were you. Right. Right. And it's not right. But like, I'm, so, this is what I am doing. If you, you can easily do the same thing. <laughs> right. You just sure. got to make all those, those decisions and adjustments and all of the things. And so when people, when people now, when they say, I'm so jealous, I'm like, no, let it inspire you. Yes. yes. You and know? that's oh, what we want to do. Great on the podcast point. because for people to live their own lives takes leaps of faith so yes. many times and I know that you had all your things in order but again you were paralyzed you went holy cow am I all these things that people are saying yes. or am I going to take this leap of faith and faith and know that this is how I can finally be myself, myself. and know how the hell I'm going to live without my dad. Yes. Yes. You know? And I wanted to go find myself because again, I feel like I sacrificed so much in my career. I had lost my own identity mm -hmm. and I didn't really, mm -hmm. know, again, I didn't know who I was. And so I wanted to just go do something that was completely insane, you know, go move to, go to another country where I don't speak the language. Right. I don't have any friends. I don't have my <laughs> husband as a crutch, um, to, you know, help guide. And I just wanted to be completely out of my comfort zone, which probably wasn't good for my nervous system. It was all <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think it's the but excellent idea. Same, yeah. yeah. Time, it was like, you were already out of your comfort zone. I was so completely out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. The Why whole not year. just go out there while you're doing it and say, wow, Here we look go. at this world. Yes. Yeah. So I just wanted to just go live my best life. And I did. I, I mean, I just did. You looked very glamorous on thank Instagram. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and there was so much I didn't even share. There's sure. so much more oh, I wanted sure. to share. Um, you know, I'm not. There might be a book in this for you. I would love that. Yeah, oh, for sure. Let's, put that, let's manifest let's that. Put that hey, you watch out. Watch out. I've been saying that out loud, loud too. And now all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, that means I'm actually. You got to do it. Put your fingers to the key. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. So I was very nervous getting on that plane. I did not know what was on the other side, obviously. <laughs> and. And the, all the uncertainty, mm -hmm. am I going right. to, am I, am I going to be safe? Am I going right. to survive this? Am I going to make friends? Am I going to be alone the whole time? Am I going to be bored? Am yeah. I, you know, am yeah. I, and another big why for me was I wanted to build trust in myself and the decisions I that. that I was making oh. for my life. And so I wanted to just nourish my, this relationship with myself to, to just rebuild that trust. Because again, I had sacrificed so much mm -hmm. and my identity was all wrapped up in my career. I was like, I am more than an interior designer. Right. I am more than, you know, this, whatever, this image, whatever. And so it was all about just going out there and just not knowing what was in front of me, but just keep, keep just going. keep going, just keep going. And so that's, that's courage. Incredible. That's courage and excitement and yeah. life. Yes. It was so exciting. So what was the best thing that happened the first week you got there? So I think the first two days when I landed, I was just like, oh my 
my God. Woo-hoo. You know, when you get onto the other just side. Just go to the cafe like, and drink wine exactly. and yes, eat some bread and croissant. Like, yes. French fries and champagne. Yes. That's Perfect. my thing. That is my thing. So yeah, I was just bebopping all over Paris, just like, oh my gosh, is this really happening? Yeah. This is, this is I'm this is the start did of the Did it feel dream. natural or did it feel it did. Yeah. It did feel natural. Yeah. Which that's is good. weird. Um, I just when I was over there, I just felt so alive. Mm. It was like mm. I was just there was this excitement and passion and inspiration. I was, you know, surrounded by so much inspiration and I was it was as if all of the dark moments were now coming into the light where Ooh. I could actually just really now enjoy. And so and you could um, mourn and nobody was there to watch you. You could just I cry could and scream and laugh and yes. do. Yes. I didn't have to answer to anybody. Right. I didn't have to explain anything. If I didn't want to get out of bed that day, I didn't have any expectations to live up to but my own which at the same time I put place still placed a lot of expectations sure. on myself while I was over there. But the first couple of weeks I spent in the south of France. So that was more of like <sighs> like a vacation. Vacation. Oh, that's and, a nice area. Um, <laughs> Good move. <laughs> Good move. It's oh. my favorite area. It was Good beautiful, move. absolutely beautiful. And of mm-hmm. course I I I wanted to also, you know, stay in hotels that yes. had that were nice and had mm-hmm. that um gave me inspiration and and were designed by amazing designers, et cetera. So I just wanted to surround myself with beauty right. while I was there. Well, Paris and uh, France you know. itself is- Yeah. 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 So I did a couple weeks in the south of France and there were definitely moments. It was up and down. Um, you know, I think once I got to the second hotel, so I went to Aix-en-Provence first and mm-hmm. I stayed at this hotel called Villa Lacoste. If you haven't been, you have to go. Like, really? Uh, Add it oh to the list. my goodness. Yes. It was absolutely That's amazing. It down. That's right. Amazing. Excellent. Taking all the notes. Okay. It was like <laughs> quaint and quiet and just, you could, I could cry my eyes out and, yes. you know, didn't okay. have to worry about. This feels a little bit like Eat, Pray, Love. Right. Yeah. It does a little. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you didn't end up, you know, in a ashram or a monastery or I'm anything. Sorry. but no, you're good. Um, um, okay. So you were there and, and then, then the second hotel I was, because I was in Paris for two days and then the second hotel or the second spot Aix in Provence, I was there for about four days. And then the next one I stayed for a full week. It was a wellness resort. Oh, wow. Mm. So that's when my mind started to yeah. like yeah. settle in. Ugh. And that's when I was like, yeah. why did I do this? Like, right. um, you know, I've done like a ton of like health challenges or 30 day challenges or whole 30 or I've done your HS yes, or yes. Um, Hilliard 30 day challenge. I mean, and you know, like the first couple of days you're like gung ho. And then yes. like the third, fourth day, you're like, why have I done this? Right. I, you know, right. I, I'm already in shape. I don't need to be doing all this. Right. Blah, blah, blah. And that's kind of where my mind went on a mindset capacity. It was like, why do you need to do this to yourself? Like, why are you here by yourself? You should have mm-hmm. brought this person or, mm-hmm. you know, Johnny, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then you start second guessing. And then of course, all the emotions and <sighs> which the needed and to happen, which needed to happen. And the tricky part is, is that you're just there with, with yourself. yourself. <laughs> I, love I mean, that's this. my question is we are not trained these days, especially to be still and quiet mm-hmm. by ourselves. Nope. We have the phone. We don't know what it is. I loved at one point you were like, I am taking myself out to dinner. I yep. mean, really how oddly challenging that is. Absolutely. To be solo present. Speak French. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. That, that also. Exactly. They're like, how many languages do you speak? English. One. Oh no. Oh wait, that's Spanish. 
<laughs> so what was that like? How did um, you get through it? Just, you know, it was almost like you, you pick yourself up and go, you know, yeah. to your point, the, you know, the one dinner I went to, it was a gastro experience and mm. it was like a four hour dinner and the, <laughs> and you're alone. I was yeah. alone. And the concierge is like, you don't really want to do that because you're by yourself. And I'm like, now that you said that, I am definitely Damn straight, I'm going. doing it. Yes. Yeah. This is the Make attitude me. I yes. want you guys to hear. Yeah. Right. That is the attitude <laughs> that will take you through life. Yeah. Oh, because you said that? Yes. Watch me do it. <laughs> right. Exactly. I totally get that. Exactly. I'm so defiant. I me too. Say, <laughs> Y'all are. All, I mean, I'm just watching this. Watch me. I want to sit five hours. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I exactly. want more. I will meet your four hours and I will yeah. raise you another yeah, one. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Wow. So I mean, it is a it is um it is a different experience sitting there by yourself, you know, because you're taking yourself out to dinner like almost every night, right? Right. And so, and so, what did you do with yourself? Did you just (laughs) have discussions? Did you what did you you know? There was a I either I would bring my journal with me. I would read. I had my Kindle app on my phone, so I read. I would also people watch because I love to people watch. Oh my god, so good. Yeah, right. And you know, there were moments I would get sad because I'd see obvious families or couples or whatever. And I'm like, God, this is so cool. But I'm like, that's not why you're here. You're here to be with yourself Mm -hmm. and to feel all these things. So you journaled the whole time. Oh, yeah. And so do you you have your journal still? I do. Have you reread it? I have not. Okay. Oh, wow. I haven't yet. This, um, I feel like I'm still also in that process of processing everything yeah. mm-hmm. because, you know, it was, it was pretty much go, go, go mm-hmm. while I was there. And so I'm, I've, I've saved some pages in the back to how, kind of, how oh, long have you good. been back from Paris? About three weeks. Oh, yeah. So, okay. Wow. Uh, there's more to talk about. Paris, oh yeah. But what is this reentry like into Charlotte? Ooh. So yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's been a little more difficult than I even yeah. thought it was going to be. I was actually on a high about what do you coming miss the home. Most? What is, what is the transition that's so hard? Um, I think the, just the feeling of being alive while yeah. I was there, the yeah, excitement, yeah. the like wanting to get out of bed and just go, go. and see, do explore, um, Charlotte, yeah. I'm from Charlotte. Yes. So I've been here my whole life and I know the city like the back of my hand. Mm-hmm. And so it gets it's a small city, it's for a you. small city now. Wow. And, um, I think it'll always be my, my home base. I'll never, them. yeah, I'll always have Charlotte, okay. but you know, my mind, you can't go to Paris or have this experience and no. come back and stay small. I'm so, no, you just can't. can't. You just can't. I love that term too. Because a lot of us try to live small. We try to live mm-hmm. within our confines, within whatever you know. Either our other people in our lives think we should be doing, or even we confine ourselves right. to what we think we should be doing. Yeah. And so you've already experienced the other side of that in our uh, process. We've experienced the other side of that in. You can't yeah, go back. You cannot go you back. Can't go you, back. You can't go back to living small again. Yep. Um, but also, you've got to take care of the people you love. Absolutely. And you've yeah. got to weigh it yes. out. And it is not a piece of cake, right? No, it is not. It is not. And, you know, uh, you know, Johnny and I, we definitely um, can laugh about it now. We're only three weeks in. But uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Johnny, you're next. Like I, I know. I know. <laughs> you'll love him. Uh we we laugh because we were like, well, maybe we were naive to think that we yeah. could go off and or you could sure. go off and do this, and then you would just come back and just you know everything would be perfect yeah. because you know uh, he was also here living his own life, right? You know, building new relationships right. and new hobbies and new things while I was gone, and so 
I was excited to, or he was excited to show me the life that he has been living when, and when I was away, whereas the life that I was living is miles and miles and miles Mm, away. Makes so much sense. And so, um, you know, now trying to capture that joy to meet his, that Mm -hmm. he's, you know, it's just a challenge. It's a challenge. And, you know, I am, we're not naive to say, you know, that, that, that that's not happening because it is. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we're still trying to figure that out Mm -hmm. and things are much better now. Um, But that just comes with communication and understanding. Yeah. It's a relationship. A relationship is not here. A relationship is all over the place, especially with what you, not only the trip that you did for the two months, but with the death of your your father Mm -hmm. and, you know, just all the change that that have happened in your life. And I think people want to hang on always to the past because that's comfortable and it's what they know. And I think when you have those life events of death, uh, travel like this, I mean, you've got to be able to embrace the change and ride it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, everything is still very much so raw and, you know, it hasn't even been a year yet. And it's, I can tap into that sadness very easily. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm still going through the grief along with, you know, these other changes that are happening in my life. Mm -hmm. And um, it's like all these train tracks that are just overlapping. Yeah. But it's all, it, it's as if now that I'm back, my journey's not over. No, I, no, I, I it's was almost like just beginning. Yeah, it's just the beginning. So yeah. you've got a yep, taste yep. of the world. Yes. And you've lived here all of your life and you are not a small player. However, you've got this incredible partner, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So I see the world in your view. And I mean, literally the world. Yes. So are you going somewhere next? Yeah. <laughs> what everyone wants to know. I mean, right, I, right, I, right. I, I, I'm sure you probably don't even know yet. I do not know. I do yeah. know. Um, I mean, this is not a secret by any means. I do want to have a presence of some sort mm-hmm. uh, in Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, again, I can't come back and not um, – stay small. I cannot stay small. And so I do want to have a presence in Europe, Paris right. specifically. And then that opens up my world to even more, this is great. you know, right. You know, I, I can bring back all of those memories and excitement and everything, but, um, I don't know how to blend them into mm-hmm. Charlotte exactly. as mm-hmm. much as I would want to. And so, yeah. When you mean your presence, do you mean more as a businesswoman or personally or both? both? I would love both. And, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of check that box on my career, like I got excited again about mm-hmm. my career. I love interior design. I love right. what I do. I still have a ton of goals and dreams that I want to pursue and and check off. And I know that if I just cut that off now, I wouldn't be right. happy with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it might take a little. It might take a little bit of a different direction. Sure. Um, and yeah. I think that's great because um, that's what creative. That's have, what creative people do. do. Yeah. Do you have people in Paris that you met that you stay in touch with? Yeah. Yes. Good. Yes. So this could be the connection that continues this pattern. Or Absolutely. This. And I think um, I met like um, just like little mm-hmm. um, relationships here and there that yeah. might have seemed small mm-hmm. in the moment, but I can see how they're all interconnected. Love and that. I think they'll, you know, take me even further. One relationship was actually a nice, a good, a 
good little gym, but I met an artist and her husband who they own a gallery in, in oh, wow. St. Germain. Oh, gosh. And so we, beca- they kind of took me under their wing and we went out to lunch and dinners and they were just so sweet and so kind and just opened up a lot of doors for me. And she was actually showing in New York last week for oh, nice. a solo exhibition. So I flew to New York to see them. Oh, so it was really cool. To see. Yeah, it was That's really, so great. I had met them in Paris. Now they were in the States. And then, um, of course they invited me back and Johnny too, to yeah. go and stay with them. And, and Johnny's um, open to all this, right? Oh yeah. I think he was, um, fully prepared for me to come home and be like, yeah. okay, we're moving to Paris. <laughs> right. Pack, pack it up now. Pack it up now. You think you would have gone? You think you would have gone? Um, uh, yes, he would have. Cause uh-huh. we've talked to, I mean, yeah. we've traveled a lot and we've talked about things, but I think he also was, you know, building relationships mm-hmm. and, and things while I was gone. So yeah. he would be a little sad too. Yeah. Right. You said though, that the dog was the one who gave you the worst time. Oh my With gosh. The dog of she wouldn't animals. talk to me They're, for two weeks. No, of course not. I no. was like, what is that? I was like so sad when I got home because not only only the transition, but I was like, and hey, my dog won't talk to me. Right. I'm like, why am I even here? <laughs> yes. Animals can be cruel that way. It's true. They do. They do. Then they forget it. Okay. Talk to me a little bit about your team and how you were able to do this. Yeah as yes, a business owner, absolutely. how that worked. So yeah, I think that's what I want to know. <laughs> You're like, wait, how can I do yeah, this? Again? I, know. I mean, I know, I know we all have our own different things. We want to learn from this and glean, but you know, some of us just want to be able to, you know, go out with our friends without our husbands being met. But I really want to know how you have this business. <laughs> yeah. How does this work? Again, I think it's just things have been working yeah. in my favor for a while now. And I have through the years have gone through many different teams and mm-hmm. personalities, et cetera. And I think I am just at a really good point right now where I have got where I have an amazing team. And um, I did go to them first and say, Mm -hmm. this is what I'm thinking. I kind of want to get your blessing before Mm -hmm. I go. That's great. And every single one of them were like, yes, absolutely. Of course, they're probably like, boss is gone for two months. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I I just have a really solid team right now. And um, because I have kind of taken a backseat or I slowed down a little mm-hmm. bit. Things did kind of mm-hmm. slow down. So right. we were able, we didn't take on any new projects. We were just working on the ones that we had on our plate. Mm-hmm. So I didn't overwhelm them with anything while I was gone. So I think it just all worked out. Good. And in the same breath, I started to downsize anyways, because again, after my dad passed and just looking back at my career, I was like, was I really happy? I thought I was happy. Right. Acquire, you know, you think more, more, more. Exactly. Exactly. Equal success. Yeah. And that's I, not always the case. The thing I want to ask, though, is, you know, does it really take the death of, of someone that you love to make us be ourselves? Mm. I mean, one thing I'm sure you probably have learned here is I'm not going to wait till the big things happen. Right. right. Correct. I'm going to go ahead and and follow this dream. It may feel completely out of my comfort zone, but I sort of see it even though I have no idea how to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I actually just read this really great quote the other day about how, um, you know, if you can see clearly the path in front of you, then the path is probably not your own. It's probably following somebody Interesting. else. Oh, that's Interesting. A good one. Interesting. Yeah. But if yeah. you can't see clearly and it's gray and dim and, and you're confused, yeah. then it's wow. probably your own path yes. that hasn't been carved out yet. That's the best explanation. Yes. I can't so ever true. explain myself. Yes. <laughs> this is really good. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And so, you oh, know, you're, that. in, in, in essence, that. you're the trailblazer because you are carving the trail. Because right. you don't know you where have you're, no you don't, idea. you have this vision, but kind of a vision, but you're not quite exactly what it looks like. But yes. You just know you're going there. I know I'm And you going know you've there. never been there before. Yes. I. Yeah. And one thing, too, I'm learning is to kind of slow down. I think previously, whenever something like this would happen, mm-hmm. I lost a team member or mm-hmm. I lost a project or something fell through, I would uh-huh. like immediately go into problem solving. Okay, we got to hire this person. We got to do this. We got to, I got to go, 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 go. Fix, fix, fix. And now I'm just like, huh. no. Yep. Take a breath. Take a breath. Take Let a nap. Like that take podcast. a nap. Take a yes. nap. We heard that podcast the other day on Glennon Doyle's and the woman was like, everybody needs to slow down. Slow down. Take a nap. You have some of your best creative creativity. I creativity agree. coming out of rest. And while you were in Paris, you did rest. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. In between running around like a crazy. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You had yeah, nobody no, yeah. else that you were no. dealing with. That productivity yeah. culture. All of the yeah. the daily routine distractions were removed. Oh, so mm-hmm. I could really center on who do I want? What do I want to do today? Who am I today? Right. You know, and really, I mean, it could be as mundane as, you know, what do you like to do? Do you like yeah. to go shopping <laughs> or do you hate shopping? Like, what is it? Do you really like That's to go to museums really, or yes, do, you, do not? you not? Like, Fantastic. It, you know what I'm saying? So it like cool. strips away mm-hmm. so many things. And then again, you're by yourself. So. It's that trust decision. Mm-hmm. Trusting your decision. I mean, I think we take that for granted or don't even notice that yes. that's something we should so, practice. Yes. Takeaways here. I had so many. Oh my gosh. Like, quit getting ready to be ready. Yes. Go and do it. Just do it. Go and do it. I can't do it. I have four children. I have a husband who's doing this. I have a wife who's doing this. Find your way. Find your way, and it'll figure Find itself out. Yeah. You don't all have to go to Paris. No, you don't. <laughs> you do you don't not. all have to go to Paris. <laughs> right. Maybe it's just doing that next thing that you just don't think you can do. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's dropping a career. Maybe it's adding a career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or saying no for a change to every single thing that comes down the pike. And what you just said to me a minute ago, or you just said to us a minute ago about, I was always, when you're the boss, you're like, oh, I've got to do the fix right now. Got to do the fix right now. We've got a problem. Got to fix it. Slow it down. Slow it down. Take breaths. Rest. I'm trying to bring in more feminine energy. Mm. I think too, when you, um, you know, when you're kind of a business owner, you're kind of, you're always projecting this masculine energy and just, um, throughout life, somehow I've acquired a lot of that in decision-making and, you know, just trying to get in that mindset. And so I'm trying to bring more feminine energy in, Mm -hmm. which is slowing down, Mm -hmm. letting your intuition guide, Mm -hmm. um, you know, letting things just kind of unravel at the pace that it's supposed to, instead of you forcing your way through everything. And this was another thing I gleaned from listening to the podcast about rest was women in business, sometimes trying to, we try to step into the way male, like you said, male energy, and that's not men and women, but male energy is go, 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 fix, 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 do, do, do. But female energy is very much more restive and is more nurturing, is more creative when it can see all the things and bring them together in a symbiotic way that is Absolutely. not this stuff. Yes. 
And and I think we have to try to right. do that as like boss bitches, you know, like yes, if you're going to be the boss, you have to be super badass all yes, the time. And the it's hustle like, culture. Right. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so over it. Yeah. yeah. I'm just so over yeah. it. I'm like, no, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way. Because again, like just looking back, I thought I was so happy. And I look back mm. and I'm like, was I though? Right. I was just so tired and exhausted and yes. stressed out all the time. Right. And like always concerned about the next thing. And I'm like, what, is that mm-hmm. happening? Happiness? I don't think that I don't is. Think so. I think so. Yeah. So so less is more. I mean, less is more. Do less yeah. and see, have more, and take that breath or take that trip. Yeah, I just say I. One of the things that I kept saying to myself was just stay curious. Mm. Yes. Just stay curious. That's everything. Mm. Stay curious. Feel everything. Feel all the emotions: happiness, sadness, confusion, whatever it may be. Stay curious about you know how your day is going to lead, who you're going to meet, who you're mm-hmm. going to see, what you're going to come across. Just stay open-minded to anything that comes your way and just absorb it and just process it slowly and see what, you know, just let it, let it roll. Those, oh, are, yeah. those are the best words we could. I know uh, we could wrap this up on. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm, I'm like, I want to know so much more, but we'll ask after. I, yeah, I'll I get know. all the dirty details. Back. I mean, <laughs> this is, I, I, I didn't know all of the things you had done. I just saw, again, what we put on social media. Exactly. That's what we want everyone to see. Of course. But there's so much depth here, and we all have depth in our mm-hmm. lives. Absolutely. We'll just close our eyes, take a rest, and pay attention to it, and slow it down. Slow it down. And, uh, and find ourselves, it. be ourselves. And, and please don't wait on some horrible event to happen, right? No. Right. Yes. Yeah. No. Well, and I mean, I think that's the, the beauty of your ability to find that joie de vivre through an experience that was really sad and challenging and one that we all know is going to happen, but we don't want to happen. Absolutely. And that, you know, I, I just admire everything you've done and who you are and your ability to explain that to us today. Oh my gosh. Thank you. We're so so grateful. Yes. This was so much more than I thought. It was so much fun. (laughs) I mean, okay. So now we're friends, right? Yes. We had friends before, but we knew each other, but we didn't know each other. Now we're like, now we're like, okay. Y'all are very much alike. No, I know. I know. I'm so excited. Thank (laughs) you so much. Thank you, Sarah. And we will come back next time with, I don't know what, but go out and live your life and find your joy. Sounds like a plan. Stop getting ready to get ready. Yes. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you all. Thanks for listening to us today, wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, you can now find our podcast on YouTube. Yeah. If you liked it, please share, rate, and review. We love five stars. And we hope you'll work out with us online or in studio at hilliardstudiomethod.com. 